We are live, baby. Episode 37, back in action. Today, we got a good one for you. We're going to be going over some of our own personal gym fails and nutrition fails. Yeah, I think this is really uh, gonna be fun for us to reminisce a little bit, but I think also just to get our listeners to recognize that like we don't have it all figured out. We're constantly learning and adjusting what we know about strength and conditioning so that we can become better coaches and transfer that knowledge onto our athletes. And to do that sometimes, uh, you gotta make some mistakes to realize that's not the path, that's not what we're trying to do. Yeah, no doubt, you know, it comes back to, you know, remaining humble and it also will give us a good opportunity to kind of reminisce on, you know, how far we've came. Um, we didn't get from zero to hero quickly. You know, we, uh, it took an entire process and, you know, some bumps along the way. And uh, it's kind of funny to look back on, you know, where you came from and, uh, and hopefully give you, uh, you guys a good laugh. Let's do it, bro. So, so yeah, let's go a little, you know, you go, I go, and then, um, yeah, we'll roll with it. So we got it split down into three categories, all right? The first one is a fail through our own training. Our second one is a fail through our own coaching. Then the third one is a nutrition fail. I'll start out the first one, my own training. And actually, this is kind of recent. <laughs> right, this, yeah, this is kind of recent. Like, most of mine were, you know, from years ago, but this one's recent. So uh, our, our most recent liftoff, right, that I competed in where we deadlifted, we snatched, and what was the third movement? Oh, power clean, right? Mm -hmm. So that was what, a few months ago? Yeah, yeah, I would say three. Yeah, yeah three, three months, months ago, ago, right? Four months ago. Anyways, we're doing the snatch piece. No one even noticed this, right? So I go and, you know, I'm, I'm lifting fairly heavy to where it's like, hey, you know, I'm thinking be explosive, be explosive, be explosive. So I go to perform one of the snatches and I'm explosive to the hips, but I keep my head looking down and I literally smack my forehead with the barbell. <laughs> yeah, and like my adrenaline was pumping so much cause I'm, you know, participating in a lift off, everyone's watching, like I'm fired up. I swear to God, I, I hit my forehead. Nobody noticed? No one noticed. It kind of like grazed it, but it happened, right? It happened. I guess it was so fast and like, you know, people are looking if you hit the lift or not, right? Right, right, right. I actually, man, did I make the lift? I can't remember if I made the lift or I missed the lift, but I literally smacked myself in the forehead and gave myself a bump. That's hilarious. From the lift off, right? So that happens. Then whatever, a month down the road, I'm snatching again. I do the same exact thing, bro. Stop playing. Hit myself in the forehead with the barbell. I didn't know there was such thing as too close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? You know, we we coach all the time. Hey, keep the barbell close. Keep right. the barbell close. But uh, no, dude, I did it. And uh, it was before one of our, our 930 classes. And I did it. And dude, I was like, the fact I did it again, I was like, oh, man, you just pulled the same stuff. That's hilarious. I literally, and this one hurt more, bro. This one, like... I didn't have the adrenaline of competing yeah, in the lift-off, right? Hype. Yeah, so this, this one hurt, bro. You felt it instantly? This one hurt. So I literally dropped the barbell. I go into the bathroom right away. Like, it's straight shame, man. I'm like, I hope no one saw that. And I go in, I'm like, I got to check, you know, the mirror. Am I, am sure I bleeding? bleeding. <laughs> got a big lump on my head. I had, literally had a lump on my head. Wow. I literally had a lump on my head. Have you done it since? Uh, I don't even... Bro, we gotta watch that on video. You might be just like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm looking down. That's never or... happened to me, dog. 
No, but uh, hey, I'm humble enough to admit it. I don't got it all figured out, but uh, yeah, that's uh, you know, a good takeaway would be. <laughs> Don't keep it too close and don't hit yourself in the forehead with a barbell. That's hilarious, dude. It reminds me, I was, um, when I was first learning, this is, shoot, uh, 2000, late 2009, when I was first learning CrossFit and learning how to kip. We actually, we just had this combo about kipping. And it was just the coolest thing ever. I wanted to learn how to do it. And it really didn't take me a lot of time to learn it, but my quality of the kip would give uh, as I did a lot of reps and so would my grip. But I never understood like threshold training and what mm -hmm. any of that, like like how to strategize workouts appropriately. Me was all out effort every single time. Um, and this one time, it was late at night, we had this ghetto pull up thing uh, set up in the back of the house I was running at the time. And it was shaky as it was, right? And as you know, the kip is just really aggressive. It's just this kind of forward back motion, forward mm -hmm. back. You're trying to gather that. And rhythm. we're looking at it and we're like, all right, we have this run, pull up workout. It's dark. You have to jump up to this this uh, ghetto rig. It was like a four by four. We had four by fours posted and then we used this fence post on the top. So it was barely screwed sketchy. in. Yeah, it was super <laughs> sketch as it was. You didn't care though. I didn't care. So anyways, I was like, all right, we're going to break this up into sets of 10. And then, you know, it was 50 pull-ups at a time. And then like 800 meter run three rounds for time. Well, I come back in and I'm like, F that. Like, if I do that, I'm going to lose to this guy. So I started cranking out like 20 and I'm on like 18. Like right at the end, I'm going to 20 when I said I was only going to do 10. And the pull-up bar breaks. <laughs> it breaks mid-air. <laughs> Life, bro, like mid-kip, mid I fall straight onto my back and you I'm thought, out. Dude, I thought I was dead. You thought that was it, huh? I thought that was you it. You started seeing the Paralyzed white light. the whole nine. And all I kept thinking is I should have done 10. I should have done 10. I should have done 10. And uh, my boy comes back. Dude, I laid down for three minutes. He was coming back from the run. And he's like, what happened, bro? He thought I was dead, bro. I couldn't move. Anyways. Uh, no, that humbled me. Uh, it humbled me for sure because uh, the humility was like, Mario, just do 10, do 10. Who cares if plan. you lose? Yeah. But yeah, man, you live and learn, that, I guess. That competitive nature starts to hit sometimes and goes out the window. Now I'm almost like too strategic where I'm like, you know, I'm going to do five when I know I can do 15, mm -hmm. you know? So there's always a balance there, but uh that was the first time I thought I killed myself, dog. Like straight up, <laughs> straight up. Bro, I could see you just plopped over, laying there, looking up in the move. sky. Like, like, oh my god! Like I'm wiggling my toes, wiggling my fingers, doing like a sure, self-assessment, yeah. make sure you're not paralyzed. <laughs> that was yeah, and no one ever saw that. So that was, I guess, that I didn't have to embarrass myself. But I was just like, dude, you could have killed yourself, man. Bro, I would love to see a video of that too. I got some. Uh, I got some good video uh, pictures of that first. Uh, CrossFit gym, ghetto rig, that. We hung up rings on a tree that was like 20 foot I'm high. I had to climb up that. there. Yeah, I got some good memories of that, man. My first squat rack, bumper plates, and weightlifting shoes I got then. Yeah, man, it's good memories, good times. That's a little throwback. Good throwback. What's up, bro? What's the other ones we're talking about? Uh, so next one is a coaching <laughs> fail, right? Um, so mine is... It's probably, uh, I'm trying to go back in time. It's probably 2013, right? Okay. I'm working for a corporate globo gym. Okay. I'm not going to mention any names, but. <laughs> we, won't do it. we won't do that to them. We won't, we do, won't do them dirty. So I'm sitting there. Uh, I'm in a personal training session. And 
where I'm at, they're half hour long personal training sessions, right? Okay. So if you want to give a client a good workout in a half hour, like you got to be on it, you got to be pushing. Sure. Um, you know, you got to you know make effectiveness of your time. So the the sessions were pretty intense, right? If you know, that's part of CrossFit's definition is intensity that delivers results, right? That's there's no point about it. Yep. So, anyways, we're training training a female client. Okay, we're training a female client. We're doing. I remember to this day, we're doing a leg press and goblet squat combo, right? Okay. Um, it's pretty intense. You know, we're pushing the pace. It's two, you know, um, big compound movements, so to speak. And you know, we're like three sets in and. I'm pushing her, she's starting to lose a little bit of gas. I'm, you know, pushing her through it, pushing her through it. So then she's like, Brett, you know, I don't, I'm not starting to feel too good. I'm like, all right, well, let's, uh, let's take a second. Let's, let's take a second, recover a little bit. And then she's like, Brett, I think I'm gonna pass out. I'm like, oh shit. At this point, I'm like, I'm starting to realize it's too late at this point. Oh, she's jumped up the cliff. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm starting to realize at this point, like, okay, this, oh my it's way too late. So I sit her down, right? And then she's like, Brett, I really think I'm gonna pass out. I'm like, okay, well shit, let me, you know, maybe the blood sugar's super low, I'm gonna right, get a right, Gatorade right. or banana, right? So I'm like, chill, like I get a work associate, hey, keep an eye on her real quick, I'm gonna run to the, the smoothie bar, I'm gonna get her a Gatorade and a banana, see if we can get that. So I go to the smoothie bar, the guy told her to watch her, Come sprinting around the corner, call 911. I'm like, oh no. Oh my gosh, she was already out? She was out, bro. I just hear this <laughs> thump, this thump, bro. I'm like, oh shit. Oh my gosh. So I go back, right? I get back within five seconds and she's on the ground. And thankfully there was like a, a nurse or like a, a doctor uh, it was it was a male like right next to us working out right so he like just jumps to the scene he you know picks her up um, just like supports her head and she wakes up within like ten seconds right by the wow. by the time I'm back she's already woken up wow and she's looking at this guy like who the hell are, are you, you who the who the hell are you and looking right at him and like she's so confused bro she wow. didn't know what the hell happened right so at this point. The ambulance already is on on its way. So, oh my gosh, this is Brett's client. Yeah. This is Brett's client. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like, geez, this is a terrible look. So, she recovers like after you know 15, 20 minutes. She recovers, right? The ambulance gets there. They check her out a little bit. She's fine. She just whatever. You know, she passed out. What was it? So it was that time of the month for her. Got it. Right. Wow. And uh, she loaded up on that Midol medicine well i'm yep. not too it's caffeine and it's, it's a stimulant right yep. it's yep. it's highly stimulated yep so and then i guess that time of the month kind of was messing with her appetite so she didn't eat all day wow so she didn't eat all day and she was loaded up on that midol so i mean and we trained um like six o'clock at night so she literally ate nothing she pretty much ate midol for right all day so just the intensity and the stim of that medicine just really took her body into like a shock, bro. Wow. And like the defense mechanism was like, you're done. Like, take a nap. Did you ever <laughs> train with her again? Dude, she was actually my first client at oh, that gym. Man. And we, you know, still somewhat keep in contact to this day, but it was literally one of my closest clients. Like, that's why it was like, you know, it didn't jeopardize any of our client of to trainer relationship because at the end of the day, it was her bad, 
right? right yeah, it was yeah, her bad. Was I had no bad. idea. She didn't tell me that. She right. didn't communicate that with of me. Of course. You know, um, but yeah. So. so what did you learn how to communicate better <laughs> to say, hey, yeah, uh, communicate. is there anything you need to tell me before we start today? I literally, I do that all the time now. How you yep. feeling today, yeah. right? How's the body feeling? Yeah. Um, and I'm aware more like when we get to that, you know, climax of the workout, that intense, like, right. let's You're go. You're a lot more sensitive. I'm, I'm aware. I'm aware, yeah. right? I'm aware of what's like, going this on. Is where it's going to get If ugly. I see any signs, it's like, hey, let's back it up a little right. bit. What's right. What's an extra 30 second rest? Exactly. Dude, my story's crazy similar. I was at UF. Uh, a lot of people don't know this. I taught spin and group fitness classes. That's great. Group fitness <laughs> class. We have a bar class I would do. I call it I, total body. Total body, I think is what I called it. And they didn't even have, you couldn't add weights on the bar. It was just the bar and whatever weight. Like it went up to like 15 pounds. Okay. So you had a five pound bar, a 10 pound bar, and a 15. Anyways, this is spin class. So you got to make your own music. You got to come up with your own workouts. They're our classes. So you made your own playlists and all? All the time, bro. On CD, I would like, you know, like oh, steal the music. What? Yeah. Oh, I had it all, bro. <laughs> I'd steal all the music off YouTube and then play it. No, it was awesome. But this was also the time I was first learning CrossFit. So like I was like drinking the Kool-Aid. Like I was doing all these circuit workouts. I was incorporating all the CrossFit workouts and burpees like that. I've never done a burpee in my life. But when you first do CrossFit, like that's one of like that movement is, is usually an epic exercise because you, you, you just hate doing them. They're so exhausting. They're intense. So I had this bright idea one day that I was going to get in my spin class, I was gonna get them off the bike through multiple sets, and I was gonna have them do burpees, and then I was gonna put them back on the bike. So I'm like, why sit on the bike? Like, when I was doing cross, I'm like, this is perfect. Like, I can get them off the bike, I can do some exercises, get them back on the bike. Yeah. I was like, that's, I mean, nobody's doing that yeah. there. This is perfect. That's a great idea, in my opinion. Right? Yeah. Like, you're hitting legs on the spin, why not go uppers with some burpees? Still keep the heart rate up. So anyways, I incorporate this workout into the class and I might've got them off three or four times, did like 10 burpees, put them back on the bike, hit them some sets, go through it. Well, at the end of class, bro, I'm walking out and I hear a dump. Night, night. Homegirl passes out, blacks out, same issue. Boom, bro, and like we have a whole protocol you needed to use when that happened. The emergency comes in, we feed, I forget what the, uh, there's a medic on staff in the rec building there. Uh, he came in, gave her like some sugar pill and she woke up instantly, bro. Most embarrassing moment ever. That's not even the worst of it. So it was my bad yeah. because first and foremost. Why you get them off the bike? You never get them off the bike. That's rule number one in spin it's class. It's a spin class, Never buddy. get off the bike, right? So anyways, the boss pulls me, uh, pulls me into her office the next day and she she goes I mean basically it was don't ever get them off the bike or you're fired was mm -hmm. ultimately what it was so no it definitely it, it was a humbling experience for a lot of reasons one just follow instructions <laughs> just like it's a spin class <laughs> do what you're do, supposed to do, do, what you're right? supposed to do. Uh, but two it was just like like you said it was communication it was getting feedback I don't truly understand that whole situation which happened to her it could have been the same issues mm. uh but ultimately i had to take accountability for like that's a no-no like you should never do that so i think you're being innovative though in my that's opinion. innovative bro i think so bro. why why are more people doing do that? some squats some burpees like come like. on there you go spin 
they have a, a, a program right now. It's called Crew, where they're going rowing and body weight, rowing and body weight. That's the whole gym See, model. See, you were onto something. I'm back onto then. something. We call it spin, and we'll just hit it <laughs> one to the other. Anyways, I can't do spin anymore. I tried it like two years ago. I went with a friend who invited me, and uh, I just couldn't do it. My knees were on fire. My ass was on fire. My back was on fire. Some of those aren't even that comfortable. They're not. Either. I think that's why they make them uncomfortable. So you got to stand up so the whole time. Stand up and then yeah, that's start my burning. that's my conspiracy theory on the spin bikes. I, they make them as comfortable, uncomfortable as possible. I think I attempted to do one spin class. And you're halfway I, in. I walked you're like, out early. No. <laughs> Like this bull. I said, this ain't for me. No, the other hack that you would do is they always tell you to spin the knob to make it more, uh, yeah, get more up the resistance. I always fake it. Like I would spin the hand, the but spin. I would never, I would fake the spin. So I'd just be faking the spin the make whole time. Make eye contact with the yeah, instructor. Uh-huh, uh-huh, oh yeah, I'm yeah, jacking this thing up. <laughs> bro, you got to hustle them, bro. All right. So those are two good training ones. Uh, let's move to the nutrition one. E. Uh, so this is probably tops my first two to be honest, bro. This is a big one. So I'm discovering this new diet, right? It's called the carb night diet. Okay. So basically what it is, is you're eating super, super low carb for like five nights, five to six nights. Okay. And on the sixth to seventh night, you eat a lot of carbs, right? It's a kind of like a form of carb cycling, but it's so drastic that like on your low carb days, you're under 30. Yep. right you get into that point where you're like depleted and like you have no energy and then bam you're smashing all the carbs you can eat right yep so that's what i'm that's what i'm on this diet this is my first week of the diet so i'm going seven days on the seventh night i'm gonna train and then do my carb night you uh you don't count the carbs you just eat them nah yeah just eat as much nah. as you can wow, right wow, so wow. what i thought so what i thought like complex carbs what do you no. you're getting the, to the point i got i got the guy that wrote this diet says the trashier the better. Oh my gosh, <laughs> bro, you're gonna shit yourself. Bro, the the, tra- the trashier the carbs, the better, right? Okay. And so just to backtrack a little bit, you know, I've determined over the years I've got a sensitivity to gluten, right? Okay. Gluten and wheat. I would just get off of it. I, okay, I didn't know that then. Okay. I didn't know. I know that now, right? Gluten and especially you're relatable to that because you're reading that book now, right? Yeah. I mean, wheat you, belly. yeah, you know the wheat and the the, and the side effects of gluten that yeah, can ha- affect on your body. It's terrible. So especially if you eliminate it for a little bit and then you introduce it. That's when it, you really recognize that's it. That's when you really recognize mm. it. So, you know, just to kind of add more to the story, like I've deprived myself from gluten and wheat for seven days. And on the seventh day, I'm having my carb night. So I have no awareness on a gluten sen- sensitivity at this point. So I go, I work out with this girl um, that I'm kind of interested in, right? I'm kind of interested in her. Um, it's still early stages, but like there's there's some feelings, right? We're, we're, we're hitting it off pretty cool. We're working out together. We're hitting it off. So I'm like, hey, let's go to CC's Pizza. Oh, man. Um, That's a way to carb and, up. And eat, right? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. I'm yeah. thinking it's my carb night. Like I'm going to just go, go ham, whatever the hell I want. I'm going to eat it. So I'm like, hey, let's, you know, let's let's go basically on a date after the gym, right? So we work out, we go to CeCe's, and dude, I'm slamming pizza, right? I'm slamming pizza. Loving it. You're dude, loving I'm it. I'm slamming pizza, and the, the guy that wrote this diet, it's like, hey, eat a lot of them as much as you want for to get the effects of the diet. You need to consume a large amount of carbs. Right. Dude, so I'm freaking pounding pasta, I'm pounding pizza, right? So... We're still at CC's and dude, I start like sweating. 
like I start like sweating and like my stomach feels like shit like to the point where like wow. I'm feeling that bad that um like our conversation is falling short now you're sweating <laughs> dude I'm sweating life. you're just trying dude, to survive I'm, now. I'm trying to survive I'm like oh shit so I'm like you know the, the day is kind of going south a little bit right and it's just because I'm eat, basically eating myself sick at CC's anyways so we leave uh-huh. and I should have literally called it quits, bro. But I'm like, you know what? Maybe this is normal. <laughs> like I'm <laughs> just going to keep get through eating. this. So we go to Publix, bro. Oh so my the, gosh. The, the, the plan was to go back, watch a movie. We're at her house and uh, eat ice cream and cookies. Right. <laughs> so I go oh, to Publix. Dude, this is I, not looking bro, good. I go to Publix. I get a, a pint of ice cream and a thing of those Publix chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Fire ones. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I know like, what you're talking the, about. things are good. Bro, I slam the whole box and eat the whole pint of ice cream. You're an animal. Right? <laughs> You're an animal. So, who who the hell knows the amount of calories I'm consuming, let alone, you know, carbohydrates. So, like, we're watching the movie and stuff, and, like, at this point, I'm just, like, so focused on this, this carb night diet that, like, I pretty much am not showing any more interest into her. And plus, yeah. I'm, like, starting to feel shot. Right? <laughs> so, I'm, like you know what like i'm not feeling too good i'm not feeling too hot like i'm gonna i'm gonna call it i'm like i'm gonna i'm gonna head out like bef- like midway to the movie bro midway to the <laughs> she's movie like, she's like this, she's like either that or this dude is, is a fucking lunatic Weird. like what is he doing <laughs> like he's a he's a trainer and he's eating freaking cookies and pizza in attempt to burn fat and body weight and so dude it's just an epic fail bro i woke up the next day it didn't work at all bro i'm freaking 10 pounds heavier i'm fat like crapped yourself what was it did you ultimately just it's from the intolerance i mean and and look what the hell i was eating yeah right like you know i I did more i kind of dove into that without really learning this guy's process on the diet yeah and the diet is like um you know lots of carbs but obviously you can't have gluten and if you got a sensitivity of course yeah um basically long story short is like pound a bunch of rice like white rice or like bananas fruit like fast digesting kind of spike your insulin for that day yeah draw those sugars into your blood but Uh, yeah exactly but the the whole gluten sensitivity thing kind of put that out the window and i was too naive to stop because i was stubborn i'm like i just want seven days no carbs like right i'm I'm gonna gonna do this i'm gonna take full advantage of this night and eat what the hell ever i want and just epic fail got him so you never tried that diet again no well that actually okay good takeaway was my awareness of a gluten sensitivity i had ah right so it just became more real after that yeah because i literally i'm backtracking looking back at the night i was literally starting to get bloated after like my first piece of pizza wow that's crazy so it's like my you know digestive system isn't you know withstanding this this gluten and you said that even today like even when you eat it you Uh, you don't feel like it takes a whole day for you to digest Yeah, I'll eat like a piece of bread or like a sub or a piece of pizza or something. I'm literally full all day. Like, I don't digest that. Which is irony because your parents own a pizza shop. I know. So you can't eat it or what? I know you got gluten-free. Yeah, Yeah. I just pound that now. Yeah, awesome. That's it. And no problems? No problem. Wow. No problems. That's crazy, bro. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, mine's not as epic as that, bro. (laughs) I mean, I ultimately, like, I was a very staunch proponent of the paleo diet 
when I first learned CrossFit. It was just, it was the first even book I read on nutrition. And so I became an advocate, not just an advocate, I was a staunch advocate of it to anybody and everybody. Why I didn't eat grains, why dairy was terrible for you, why you had to eat certain fats. Like, and it's not necessarily that what I was saying was true or not true. It was that when I became aggressive to those kind of stances, I never opened the opportunity for people for something else, for people to offer their viewpoint. It was either this is what I believe. And if you don't agree with me, then we're just going to go two separate ways about this conversation. And it's just so crazy because there are still some guiding principles about the paleo diet that I still believe, but there are some that I, that I don't anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, that has come through a lot of tough conversations, has it come through a lot more education that I have about nutrition to be able to offer a better message to people. Because ultimately what I recognize is that there is still a lot of credibility with a lot of these diets, but if I don't have the trust with individuals to have conversations with them, I can never even introduce that conversation to them. And so ultimately I realize that how more important it is to build relationships than it is to just like pound a diet in their head because I think it's the best diet in the world. And that was a huge mistake I made as a trainer because when I, when I read that book, I had personal training clients at the time. That's all I would, that was all paleo I would recommend. It was paleo or bust. And for a lot of people, it just, it didn't work for them at the time or I didn't have a progression for how I could introduce that lifestyle. It was go cold turkey, take all this out and put this in. And I was doing more a disservice to them because of that, or I just wasn't getting consistent results. It I might too extreme. It was too extreme, and it, it just didn't meet them where they were at. And we 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 have a different message now, right? We we based uh you know nutrition principles based on people's current body fat and experience. Like mm-hmm. what what experience do you have with current diets, and where uh, approximately where does your body fat sit? And I can tell you uh, what diets work for those. Uh, for different ranges and uh, it's it's a better message it keeps people more open-minded saying like I'm not gonna give you one diet I'm gonna give you a, a handful Options. of diets that would work according to your experience and then I want you to tell me which one's gonna work for you now it gives them a lot better accountability versus here's the packet read it let me know if you have any questions yeah everybody's different you know you want something that can be individualized for their lifestyle, their current body weight, body fat, um, and something they can follow, right? Uh, depending on their current eating habits now, if you give them something too extreme, you're setting themselves up for failure, right? Yep. Um, it all comes down to where they're at, and it's gotta be a sense of individualized for them specifically. Yeah, and I, the other thing that I took out of there, Brett, was that, um, as I started to read more about nutrition, I just realized that I still had a lot to learn. And that goes back to, I mean, one of our main messages today is remaining humble and not letting ego take a hold of us. Like like how silly it was for me to believe that I figured out nutrition reading that one book. And that the more we learn, the more we keep learning and it keeps bringing us down different rabbit holes of different other philosophies and things. 
and two, the culture keeps changing, right? Exactly. Like, That's what I was going to say. It keeps evolving, and we have to evolve with it or we're going to get behind. Not just trends. I think we follow trends to kind of dig deep into the root of those trends for me. That's what I try to do when I follow trends. But just recognizing that the the industry itself keeps evolving. And if you don't keep evolving by trying to learn and you know find people that are willing to have these tough conversations, then... Uh, we'll never make it. We're never going to be as successful as we want to be. Yeah, basically you're getting left behind, right? Things are changing. Um, the industry is innovating and it's up to you to keep learning, keep yourself hand in hand with everything that's going on and uh, keep progressing. Yeah, man. That's a good, good place to stop there. We appreciate you guys. We'll see you next week. Later.